Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues the realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Kate. John, it's good to be back with you. It's good to be back, as always. Virtually, of course. Virtually. Still. Forever safe. All right, always safe. <laughs> now, now more than ever. Now more than ever. Speaking of safety... Uh, that was a wonderful transition. I like that. Look at us. Um, so good at this. So it is after Labor Day. So no more white pants or whatever the, the, the you're not supposed to do after Labor Day. We already established um, that the pumpkin spice latte is in full effect. Right. That's correct. But that's no longer the, the real side of fall in my opinion. That's true. Anyway. It's true. After, after Labor Day, summer is over, unfortunately. And falls coming into focus. So September is officially emergency preparedness month. And yep, we're still in a global pandemic. Still here. Entering into six months of this, right? It's a good time of year to refresh your policies that affect the safety of yourself and your agents and also protect your business. Today, we're going to cover it all, natural disasters, pandemics, and general workplace emergencies. Um, last year, we did an emergency preparedness video and didn't even mention pandemics. What a different time it was. And hopefully next year, we won't learn of a new disaster that we didn't mention. That's a little dark. It's a <laughs> dark timeline. Um, but then again, this isn't exactly a happy topic, right? However, it is an important one. better with like Halloween, right? Yeah, it's more of a spooky topic with our fall theme. <laughs> Um, so it's not a joyful topic, but it is important for your risk management. You'll notice that most of the practices we talk about apply regardless of what type of emergency you're faced with. Emergency preparedness is generally about ensuring that there is proper communication, having policies set in place for business interruptions, and succession planning. Well, what do we mean by type of emergency? Well, in general, we're looking at kind of three broad categories. One, natural disasters include all types of severe weather, which have the potential to pose a significant threat to human health and safety, property, critical infrastructure, and homeland security. In Virginia, we're in hurricane season and, you know, other places in the country as well, but also Virginia. Yeah, we're mainly concerned about Virginia right now, right? Right. Two, a pandemic is a disease that has spread across multiple countries in the world at a rapid rate. Uh, I'm unfamiliar. Uh, never heard of it never heard of it and number three is a man-made disaster that has an element of human intent negligence or error involving a failure of a man-made system some examples would be crime arson civil disorder or cyber attacks so comforting to talk about all of these things in general no matter what type of disaster you face you need to ensure that the safety of your agents you also need to ensure the safety of your property both in terms of the physical office space and the documents maintained on site to that end you need to have business related policies like communication so how are you telling agents what's happening and how agents will communicate issues to you you also need to know what your insurance policies cover or don't cover, and how to file claims for damage. 
Whether you're going through property owners, renter's insurance, flood insurance, car insurance, or cyber insurance, or all the insurances. All of the above. Yes, please. As the broker, you want to know where your important documents are, such as those insurance policies, and who you need to contact if the office is damaged to file a claim. In the event of flooding, there could be damage to the physical building as well as damage to the office furniture, computers, or phones if you have hardwired phones in there. I don't do people still have those? I don't know. Um, I mean, we, we have them in our office. This is true. We do. I know that a lot of real estate offices, though, more agents are as independent contractors. They have their cell phones and are kind of in and out doing a lot of mobile work. So, Fair point. Uh, you also need to have a plan for how your agents will continue to serve their clients. Deals do not automatically stop because of the weather or other types of disasters. Agents need to be trained to alert their brokers if they are unable to fulfill their obligations to their clients. They need to know who to alert and how to alert them. Yeah, so unless specified in the contract, deadlines are not automatically extended. And any type of disaster would not just stop the deadlines from running if performance is still possible. And on that note, the deadline to deposit escrow funds also does not stop. So agents need to adhere to any deposit deadlines or secure extensions in the contract to ensure that there are no escrow violations. Natural disasters, we're looking at weather-related events like hurricanes or snowstorms, things that can majorly disrupt life for many people, cause unsafe travel or road conditions, widespread power outages, and significant damage to property. Now remember, just because the office of the brokerage did not sustain damage does not mean that the agent's own home hasn't sustained damage, or it is also possible that the client is experiencing problems related to the natural disaster. Any of these could potentially cause issues with a deal if agents or parties are unable to perform in the manner set forth by the contract, whether the sales contract for the parties or the brokerage agreement for the agent. This means that agents need to check in with their clients, anyone contracted to do inspections or repairs, and secure deadline extensions if the disasters created a situation in which performance with the terms of the contract is not going to be possible in the time set forth in the contract. Disasters are often about preparation on the front end, so ensuring you have backup individuals to assume responsibility, backup methods of contact, and of course, backup copies of documents, and then controlling the ensuing damage by clear communication and cooperation. This, of course, can be easier said than done, but just emphasizes how important preparation is. Finally, you also need to ensure that your brokerage has proper succession planning in the event that one of the brokers becomes incapacitated. If there's no other broker to oversee the business, it could result in the business being wound down. And of course, let's make a special shout out to pandemics. I don't like giving them shout outs. That seems to give them more credit than I want them to have. But... I don't know. Just a special mention. We wanted to okay. throw some extra spotlight on it, right? We're not like trying to build it up, build up its confidence. Seems to have a <laughs> lack of confidence, but like we want to make sure we're mentioning it, drawing okay. some attention to it. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> so, and because we are, as we've said, still in the pandemic, I think it's fair to say that no one was really prepared for this. So while we continue to weather this pandemic, it is as critical as ever to ensure that you have appropriate business succession planning in place to ensure business continuity in the event agents or brokers become ill with COVID-19. Again, having good communication policies in place will benefit everyone. 
You also must comply with all applicable laws and regulations, such as Department of Labor and Industry regulations for COVID-19 workplace safety. If you're not sure what that means, you can refer back to our August 4th episode on COVID workplace safety. As you know, with pandemics, you're dealing with workplace interruptions with high rates of absences or even stay-at-home orders prohibiting agents from performing their job functions in person and concerns about supply chain interruptions. While the well-being of your agents is your top concern, you also have duties to your clients to perform under the terms of your brokerage agreements. Again, the concern is ensuring business continuity to ensure that people have access to brokers and brokers can communicate with agents as the situation rapidly evolves. You'll also want to have workplace policies on sanitation, limiting exposure among agents, and how the brokerage will secure cleaning products should there be a future supply chain interruption. Some of these will be specific to the type of pandemic, but having thought of them even on a high-level scale will help you put in effective policies or designating a specific person who will be in charge of establishing more specific policies should the need arise. All right, Kate, let's take it to the legal hotline. Let's do it. There was a hurricane with a three-day power outage and a huge tree went down in my neighborhood. I couldn't even leave my house. The deposit deadline was two days ago and I didn't deposit the escrow check. Am I in violation of escrow regulations? Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yes. <laughs> I really can't soften the blow on that one. Can't do it. You are in fact in violation. Um, it's likely you would be found in violation of the escrow regulations because the contract no longer accurately reflects what happened to the deposit. To avoid this problem, you need to contact the parties and have them amend the contract to extend the deposit date or work with your broker to get local assistance. Remember, the deadlines in the contract do not stop because of a natural disaster. Right. And once the deadline's passed, you can't really backdate the contract to amend it to, in order to avoid it in the in the future, that's how you'd handle it, right? Once the deadline's passed, you're kind of like, you're already in violation, right? Right. All right, Kate, an agent wants to designate her spouse, who is an agent with a different firm, to take over her real estate deals in the event she comes down with COVID-19. Can she do that? No, absent a separate agreement. If the clients remain obligated under their current brokerage agreements, then they would still have an agency relationship with your firm. Remember, brokerage agreements are with the brokerages, not the specific agents. My agent is refusing to wear a mask in the office during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. What can I do? Well, it depends. Are they in violation of your policies and or the Department of Labor and Industry COVID-19 workplace safety guidelines? By that, I mean, is the agent refusing to wear in her own office or is it when she's interacting with other agents or clients? Has she expressed that she has some form of medical exemption? If she's in violation of your policies and does not have a medical exemption, then you can take corrective action against the agent. Let's limit our risks. Always. Verify your various insurance policies to ensure they cover your business needs from E&O to property owners or renters insurance. We've said it before and time and again, know what your insurance covers and what it does not cover. Back up your important documents and have copies available in hard copy in the event of a power outage. Have emergency procedures set up for your office, especially in terms of communication. Finally, make sure agents know how to diligently pursue the terms of their contracts, including any escrow deadlines, until they have written authority to take different action. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. 
subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks. Other members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2020. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.